Thank you for listening to this podcast hosted by the Cambridge MBA. A transcript of this podcast will be made available online soon. He used to manage infrastructure projects for the, in London, but over the last 18 months, he has been building a new company in Cambridge. I am Conrad Chua, Head of MBA Admissions, and with me today is Gonzalo de Vascancelos, a recent graduate of the Cambridge MBA. Gonzalo, first tell us briefly about what you did before your life as an entrepreneur. Uh, before my life as an as an entrepreneur, um, I was doing uh, I was managing large infrastructure projects in London, uh, so managing bridges, uh, viaducts, and etc. Um, I was got involved with Hammersmith flyover, which got shut just last Christmas, uh, creating a massive uh, mess traffic confusion in in London. Um, and um, and I had involvement with many other bridges over the River Thames, which were very iconic bridges. After that period, I decided to join the MBA here uh, at uh, Judge Business School, where um, for a year full-time, I studied, uh, did the MBA uh, towards my life as an entrepreneur. Did anything in your life tell you that you would rather be an entrepreneur instead of working for a big corporation? Um, yes and no. So I was never one of those kids that goes around the school selling sweets to, to other kids. Uh, but at the same time, I always had a very inquisitive mind. I've always looked to find, to look, and to follow the unknown um, path, to, much to, my, to the worries of my parents, who never knew uh, when I was about to cross the road without even looking uh, both sides, just to check something interesting on the other side of the road. Um, so I, I suppose, in a way, yes. But I wasn't surely I wasn't one of those people that was born an entrepreneur. I just had to learn. Um, throughout my career, how to become an entrepreneur. So tell me about how you started on your journey towards entrepreneurship uh, during the Cambridge MBA. Was there uh, an aha moment? Uh, some One day you just woke up and you thought, yes, I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, I'm afraid I'm, I'll have to disappoint you. No, there was no aha moment. Um, before I joined the MBA, I knew I would want uh, a change of my way of life. Um, Lord Dennis Stevenson mentioned at an earlier podcast uh, this way of life, entrepreneurship being a way of life. And I knew that's what I wanted to, to, to have. Um, I wasn't quite entirely sure what I was going to do uh, doing that way of life, what, what the company would actually do. Um, but throughout my MBA, um, we had an entrepreneurship special interest group where me and my colleagues from the MBA, we would meet every Saturday morning uh, discussing ideas, what things would change in the world uh, in different areas, from technology to ser professional services and etc. cetera. Um, and from there, I've just had several ideas. Uh, some of them uh, were quite silly. Some of them uh, are yet to be proven. Um, and I decided to, to follow up one of those ideas, which is um, what I've, the company I've created, Syndicate Room. Yeah, um, Gonzalo, you said you know your 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 parents were always wondering whether you uh, looked before you crossed the road. So, were they surprised? Were they um, worried by your decision to start your own company? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I think that um, they they are concerned or they're worried um, about the risks that uh, involves. But they know how, how happy I am about. Job satisfaction uh, is probably at a thousand percent, so they're quite happy with that. The way I, I thought about it, because of the risk involved, was there were two. There are two possible outcomes in ten years' time. 
I would be working as a consultant or in financial services to a big company and always wondering, what if? What if I had started Syndicate Room or not? Uh, and I find that a lot, lot worse than the, the one of another outcome, which is to actually start. And then if it fails, then at least I won't be wondering for the rest of my life, what if, what if, what if? I just, I know I did it. I know I tried my best. And there's a third possible outcome, which is actually success, which is what I'll be working towards. Tell us a bit about how your business idea, the syndicate uh, room, how has that grown from just being an idea to almost being a company? Um, So it was during the MBA, as I said, during those um, Saturday morning sessions, um, ideas were were, um, discussed. I came up with with the idea of starting a private investment club um, I was talking with another colleague of mine about crowdfunding, an equity crowdfunding. Uh, I decided to go another route, which was the, the private investment club. Uh, so towards the end of my, my MBA, um, towards the, the summer project, I actually worked on looking at the legal structure for, for the company with my supervisor, Tim Bellies, um, and, um, and started developing the company from there. Um, the original idea of being a private investment club has evolved hugely and it's uh, no longer the, the actual company now what it's doing is very little to do with a private investment club mm. but what what exactly um, is a private investment club private investment club is when a group of uh, private investors invest in startups in exchange for equity so a little bit like dragons den the very famous bbc program where private investors uh, decide to whether they like the idea and the entrepreneur and they invest the money that the entrepreneur is looking for in order to launch that business. Uh, I have to say that all the business angels that I've come across, they are much, much friendlier than the, the fierce dragons. Um, and they're actually very, very um, aware of the difficulties that an entrepreneur goes through because they were once, and some of them twice and, and thrice, uh, entrepreneurs in their lifetime. So you changed the idea from... Uh, a private investment club to something, as you said, quite different. Um, I guess now the the hot term is pivot. Would you call? Would you describe what you did, did as a pivot, and how difficult was it for you to give up that original idea that you had? So I think from the original idea, I think we have pivoted about three or four, even five times um, to get to the current idea and uh, to the current business model. So at the moment, we um uh, selling the uh, professional service to business angel networks uh, based on an online platform. So it's a little bit of a mixture between technology, uh, financial services, uh, and in a way still a little bit of the private investment club uh, idea there. Uh, but it is very, very different from the, the original idea. Was it difficult for you to change your business idea you know, three, four, maybe even five times as you described it? Did you have sort of... Um, you know, an emotional uh, attachment to any aspect of that idea? No. Um, it was very easy because it was based on a lot of the feedback that I got um, from my network of contacts that I made throughout the, the MBA and even post the MBA. So, you know, the very wise people um, and um, putting ideas together uh, discussing what would work, what wouldn't work, um, and then it was up to me to decide whether to pivot or not. Uh, some ideas, they are um, harder than others to, to drop and say, okay, and admit, actually, maybe it's not such a good idea. 
But if they don't make sense as a business, then you just have to drop them and, and carry on and, and, get a, and pivot to something else. You recently uh, won a business competition. Can you tell us a bit more about this uh, business competition that you won? It was a CEDA uh, ent Enterprise Fellowship Scheme. And uh, it, it was a long way. So it was from May until December. Uh, the final was on the 11th of December. And we had uh, several presentations to a large panel of judges uh, from uh, venture capitalists to um, uh, professors of entrepreneurship to very experienced entrepreneurs. And they would ask uh, very sharp, very demanding questions. Uh, and the final, we clearly did well enough because we won it on the 11th of December, which was great because it provides us the capital that we need to launch the business in April 2013. So we are really looking forward for 2013. You mentioned a few times um, we. So who else is uh, in the syndicate room? So full-time at the moment, uh, it's only me. Uh, then there is a colleague of mine called Yutaro Kojima. Uh, he's on the advisory board and helping on the online marketing strategy. Uh, there is James Barlow, uh, an accountant working part-time as well. And finally, all the group of all the mentors that I, I've uh, sort of collected throughout the, the time that I've been developing this uh, business model uh, people like um, informally uh, Tim Bellis, my supervisor at the MBA, we're still in contact. People like David Gill, who is now a non-executive director of Syndicate Room, who, and he's uh, the, the director of St. John's Innovation Centre. Peter Carley, who is one of the top ten business angels in the UK, voted by more than one um, business angel publication. Um, and another group of uh, people that just been very kindly given their time away uh, to, to help uh, and meeting me very regularly um, to discuss ideas and to help me out. So how do you go about collecting um, these mentors? How do, you get them, uh, how do you get them interested in your idea and to continue to talk to you? The Judge uh, Business School MBA, it's a great starting point because it gives you the credibility uh, that uh, you require for, for them even to read your email because they tend to be very, very busy people. And uh, as kind as they are with their time, they want to make sure that they're not wasting their time. So the first one is getting that credibility uh, from a school such as the Judge Business School. The second one is making sure that when you finally get a chance to meet them, do your homework. Make sure you don't waste their time because if they feel they're wasting their time, they'll never reply to, to you again. However, if, they, if you don't waste their time um, and they like you, um, they, are, they will make time available to meet you again. You might, you know, they cannot meet every week because they're far too busy for that. But um, I've been finding that some of them I'll just end up meeting once a month easily. Uh, they're very keen on sharing their experience and helping entrepreneurs that are starting out because most of them, they were entrepreneurs, they know how hard it is, uh, this uh, way of life. So they're very keen to, to help out uh, if they see that the help is welcomed and is valued. I want you to talk a bit about um, that way of life of an entrepreneur, but before we go there, just one last question about your business. And why the name? Why the name Syndicate Room? 
So Syndicate Room is a room that is available for all the current students of the Judge Business School. And it's a room where I spent a lot of time throughout my MBA uh, together with other students uh, doing our uh, projects and uh, discussing ideas. Because the, the business idea is about syndicating uh, private investments, the name just uh, made sense. And uh, for the future, for our future plans, um, the, the name still makes sense. So it, marketing-wise, it fits in really well. And it has a great story behind it uh, because it's where the business effectively started was in this, at the syndicate room of the Judge Business School. Now, you, you mentioned several times about uh, the hard life of an entrepreneur or uh, the life choice that an entrepreneur makes. And many people have described uh, the life of an entrepreneur as an emotional roller coaster. Do you agree with that? I couldn't agree more, to be honest. Um, on the same day, you might wake up, feel on top of the world because you just got an email overnight from something that you've been uh, waiting for, for for a long time. Two hours later, you got a, you get a phone call, something that went wrong somewhere else with a website, and you feel like it's the end of the world and uh, nothing is really going to happen, or you found out that a competitor has started something really clever that you didn't think about. You think that's the end, end of the business, that's the end of your career as an entrepreneur. And then two hours later, you're talking with a mentor, and you realize that there's actually you know, a great opportunity for your company based on something else, and you feel on top of the world again. And that's all in just one day. So, yes, it is definitely a great roller coaster. Um, scary roller coaster, but really exciting at the same time. And, um, and what makes this way of life um, such a great way of life, to be honest. Who do you turn to for emotional support when this roller coaster goes down? My family. Uh, my wife, um, when I get home, sometimes she has to put up with me and uh, uh, listen to me moaning for a couple of hours over dinner. Um, friends, so we still uh, in contact with a lot of my MBA colleagues and, um, and talk to, to them about business and they ask and they give ideas and they give me a, a great amount of support. Um, my family as well. Um, you know, to be honest, anyone that I can grab and can, can help me out and I can feel and I feel comfortable with. Do you think that the life of an entrepreneur is, is a lonely one? Uh, sometimes. So starting with a small company, um, sometimes and at the very beginning, a very early stage, just a, a one-man company, it can get uh, lonely. Um, then it's up to you to actually engage with other entrepreneurs that feel probably just as lonely as, lonely as you are. Uh, work side by side, even though you're working in different things. And uh, you know, by just having coffee breaks with them, lunch breaks, uh, a quick chat, a quick um, talk, you just break through that loneliness, and then the, the company eventually starts adding people up, so you don't really feel that lonely anymore. Thank you for giving us an insight into the life of an entrepreneur, and all the best for the syndicate room. We hope to have you here again in the future, where you can share with us how the syndicate room has grown.